2: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Will. Hello. What's up, VGN? Uh, we're going to talk about Ubisoft. Today, they had their Ubisoft Forward event and they announced um, a very uh, limited amount of things.
1: Pretty much, they announced everything we already knew about. Yeah, but, just more information.
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll chat about that today. And uh, of course, we'll uh, get into our Patreon only. Uh, thing coming up here. So, if you guys want to hear Patreon only stuff, we release one every week for the Patreons. Uh, visit slash video games now. Check out our tier levels. And uh, for as low as $5 a on, you can become a Patreon and get exclusive access to lots of things. Uh, all right, let's get into it. That's all coming up right now. Right now. Right now. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. We have uh, Miss Your Will, who's the expert on news. I would, I would uh, can we call you an expert?
1: Uh, you can. There hasn't been much news this year, so I haven't really been able to show like what I'm capable of. <laughs> well,
2: and you also haven't really been on the podcast a whole lot this year.
1: Yeah, I've been on every for, yeah, yeah like everyone the for the like the last months, th- no, yeah
2: because yeah, of COVID. But yeah, uh, yeah no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, so. Uh, first, let's get to our gaming releases of the week, uh, and we'll we'll get right into that.
1: All right, so we got a few low budget things that we talked about last week. Um, but going right off the bat, we have Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario: The Origami King releasing on the July seventeenth.
2: So we already discussed this last week. I'm going to get Paper Mario, and you'll get Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I've already pre-ordered it. Deluxe edition. But not, like, the collector's edition. Only, like, an extra 10 bucks, Like... And it was digital, so...
2: Will, you're going to be expecting that, like, limited edition fucking thing in the mail? It's just not
1: going to no. come? <laughs> no, this one just gave me a couple cosmetic things and the soundtrack, which I'm kind of excited for. The music sounds like it'd be interesting.
2: Yeah, that's... Um, so, just in the Patreon thing, we were talking about Fairy Tail. And the anime. And, uh, how much it's great. That... I've never cried so much during a fucking anime before, dude. I cried like every fucking episode. I swear to God, that fucking show just knows how to pull the right strings.
1: Yeah, I, I will admit to that. Actually, I don't think there's too many animes that I've cried to. Oh no,
2: that the music in that show is so
1: good. That, but it's sad too. Like it, it's depressing. Like, it, it'll bounce up really nicely, mm-hmm. but then it comes down really soft. <laughs> and yeah. Then you're like, it just hits your emotion.
2: Yeah, the music and then the, the voice acting too is actually... Re- like, both the Japanese and the English are really good. It's like, oh, fuck, dude.
1: So, anyways. Yeah, I <sighs> really hoping Ghost of Tsushima does something for me there. Uh, it, it, from what I've seen, the story looks really intriguing. And from what we've seen, the... A, uh, the word I'm trying to use now doesn't work in gaming. I was—that's a film term, cinematography. Uh,
2: oh no, that's uh, you can use that in a game. The, yeah, the the. It can still work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so it just looks breathtaking. Like the the environment they've created, um, this whole world—it's it, beautiful.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm actually looking forward to the music too. I'm I, going, taking an, uh, a look at another game skyward sword the end of skyward sword the music like dude i fucking cried so hard the end of skyward sword
1: i only played skyward sword through once and i'm trying to remember the music unfortunately but Uh, i do it it was a good game
2: yes well spoiler alert because okay okay, let's be real if you wanted to play skyward sword you would have played it by now and the people who don't want to play skyward sword are just like hung up on the reviews
1: can you even find it now um, probably. It's not on the store, and if you don't have a Wii, you're kind of. Well, you can play it on Wii U. True. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it in a couple years.
2: But anyway, spoiler alert. So Fee, the spirit of the sword, gets like sealed away at the end of the game, and there's just this like tender moment because like Fee can't comprehend emotions or like she's basically a robot essentially. Um, and yeah, she's just, it's just this like tender moment of her, like trying to express emotions on how much she's going to miss Link. And it's like the fucking music, uh, dude.
1: It was sad. I, I do remember that part. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah.
2: So yeah. good. I, I'm a straight up bitch when I watch fucking emotional shit. Uh,
1: I'm not going to lie. And I've said it before. Like, I remember going to a movie. Uh, what was it? Oh, Walk to Remember with a Girlfriend yeah when it first came out i i fucking i think i cried more than my girlfriend at the
2: time dude i i i have not really cried in during like movies like actual like live action stuff i only really cried during games and anime so i think that that's saying something like i think they just create a more organic character and an organic soundtrack etc cetera, etc cetera. i don't know
1: they do. I'm not gonna lie. There, I've definitely cried during animes and games more. But I walk *To Remember*, rem- like that made me realize I'm an emotional person. <laughs> like the end of the movie just broke me, man. Like I, I, I had to use the rest of the napkins from the uh, like the buttery popcorn to get my tears before we walked out of the theater. My eyes were red. She's so like, are you okay? I'm like. <laughs> oh man you're like reaching in her purse and grabbing like wipes like oh Oh, man it was it was bad and i think i was only like 13 14 when it came out (laughs) it's
2: funny uh all right back to actual games uh so this uh i'm not gonna say this i didn't know about the leak three days ago but far cry 5 i'm sorry far cry 6 uh was shown a trailer and fuck that trailer's good i was, was It was pretty impactful, and I noticed right away. It's the dude from Breaking Bad. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know his real name
1: but uh, Giancarlo Esposito.
2: Yeah So fuck that was a powerful trailer and it makes me wonder What possibly like what the game's gonna hold
1: now like obviously
2: you're gonna be in Mexico
1: Is that like Mexico? It's somewhere Latin America. I know that much
2: It looked it looked like just the way the color temperature is like you could fucking tell in every game and movie Mexico's fucking yellow it's super annoying um so yeah I I, I think it's in Mexico I don't know if it says let's actually look um Far Cry so it's gonna get released in February 2021 yeah and uh actually the Far Cry 5 I think got released in March 2018 or something
1: yeah so it's around the same time good
2: perfect all right so yeah if, if it was
1: a- it was dark too though like who, what fucking father hands a grenade to their son i know right <laughs> like all that's right. just that's bad parenting right there 101
2: yeah
1: Right uh, take note
2: <laughs> i'm yeah totally far cry 6 has been officially really revealed for a february 18th 2021 release date and it's coming to the xbox series x xbox one ps5 and four, stadia and pc um, free upgrades will be available for the PS5, for PS4 owners, and Xbox Series X for Xbox One owners. After a leak this week, U- Ubisoft showed off the game's intro, video, and a cutscene introducing us to Anton Costello's, played by Breaking Bad's, uh, can't, st- how do you say it? GN?
1: Gian Carlo
2: Esposito. Thanks. Uh, and his son Diego, who's preparing for leadership of the total, uh, totalitarian island state of Yara. Players will take a role of Dan- uh, take on the role of Danny Rojas.
1: Is, how do you? Uh- Which we, I think it's Ro- Rojas.
2: Okay, I can't say anything. The J
1: I think is silent, okay. but um, it's weird. We never got to see him. Our first trailer, and we we have not seen the the protagonist.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, incidentally, we get to speak to Buddy, who explains the backstory of a character he created, as well as the country uh, that yeah they, they rule so um yeah i don't know what what you could be doing in this game obviously you're going to be liberating somebody or something i think it's some the whole group. country
1: you think so it, well it looks like the civilians are fighting against their own president so he's definitely ty- uh, a tyrant yeah totally
2: i really liked fire cry, fire cry five i couldn't I, I, can't pl- yeah, I, can't, I can't keep, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't get into yeah. New Dawn. There's just something about it that just feels totally stupid.
1: I play it and I put it down. I just can't, I do like one little mission and that's it. It's just, there's, the story doesn't work for me for mm-hmm. some reason.
3: hmm
2: Like, I was hooked immediately. Like, with this, with this real trailer, I was hooked, like, immediately. So, I, I'm, I'm
1: quite excited for Far Cry 6. Oh, here we go. Uh, Far Cry 6 is set on an island nation inspired by Cuba. Okay. Yeah. Just look that up.
2: Perfect. Okay. So
1: they're, I guess they're basing this off of Cuba. Interesting.
2: Hmm. Okay. Great. Uh, so this is developed by Ubisoft Toronto. It's first time the studio has led a Far Cry game, and it'll take place across YAR, including the capital city Esperanza, an unusually urban setting for the series. The game will see the return of the, uh, Fangs for hire, including Chorizo, the cutest wiener dog on wheels.
1: What do you think about that? Oh, that was from 5, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It did work. It didn't work in, in uh, New Dawn.
2: I think... We got to th- we got to see some changes I think for sure. Um in in New Dawn like you could only have one gun for hire like uh, there in 5 there was one gun oh. for hire until you got the perk to get two guns for hire. Maybe that was too OP cuz it kind of was. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty Yeah, but if
1: you're going to play the game on like the hardest difficulty or something then you definitely need it.
2: That's true, yeah. Um and the AI in New Dawn was fucking dumb. Compared to five, I thought.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I've only played a bit of five because you did buy it for me. I yeah. should finish it, but I found New Dawn was a lot. It felt like rushed. They just, you know, everyone didn't really like how five ended, and they're like, oh, let's give it a closing story. Hmm. Yeah. Or it, add to it. But yeah, it, just, uh, it didn't
2: work for me personally. I, yeah, I didn't like the ending of five. Because it felt, like anime, I'm un- fucking uh, not satisfactory. hmm Like, we're, I was saying before we went live, like, fucking name an anime where you're satisfied at the end, and you can't.
1: It's, it's a problem with games, too. A lot of... How many games uh, are, are you fully satisfied after you complete it? Like, there's always something you feel like you're missing, or they could have done better.
2: Honestly, I was pretty fucking happy with the end of Halo Four.
1: Yeah, Halo Four was good. Yeah, it was. Story ended. I and and beating it on Legendary, you get that cutscene with Chief back on Earth, getting his armor taken off. Like, yeah, that was worthwhile. Like, that was something to grind for. Yeah, it gave you the
2: satisfaction of completing the game, and like it felt good. But it did leave. It still left a little bit of uh, "I want more" trace. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you got five. <laughs> really then you idiot. got, f- yeah, dude.
2: yeah, totally. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully, on the twenty third, Microsoft will show off a bit more as six, which is uh, not the highlight of today's podcast, but uh, we we'll talk a little bit about it. They're supposed to be focusing on the campaign. campaign. you said
1: yeah, campaign only. They're not going to show us any multiplayer at the moment. So
2: that's fine. Uh, the multiplayer, I,
1: I, as long as they keep the multiplayer kind of similar, I don't. I think with 5 they tried to change a few things too much. Uh, Like quite a lot actually. Yeah they went around like the COD style where I think they have to go back to what made Halo fun which was the couch uh, couch co-op and
2: the uh like what they did was kind of unique but it's just the way they presented it and the way they kind of just kind of shoved it all in there and they're like here it's Halo and we're like well no this kind of feels like a new game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Halo Four was different, like the multiplayer, but everyone like accepted it. They're like, okay, no, this it's still Halo. It's just a bit different.
1: Five wasn't. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. Okay, so that's Far Cry Six. Let's move on here. So uh, next thing on the list here was more gameplay from Assassin's Creed Van Hella. Valhalla. Uh Thanks. I always <laughs> fuck that up. I, I was saying it. I'm like, I didn't fuck it up, right?
1: Oh, I fucked it up. I didn't know up. where you were going. It was either like Van Helsing or like, yeah. uh, oh, what's that? That'd band? be an interesting
2: just Assassin's Haley. Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed and Van Helsing would be interesting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now we got like werewolves, vampires. What if actually, you could that choose? Could, that could work. That would be actually kind of interesting. Oh, man. We, gotta, we should work for a game company.
2: Dude, I know. Like, our that podcast is a, fucking that gold. That
1: would work for a monster-like game. That would be actually sick. Yeah.
2: You get to choose whether you're a werewolf or a vampire, and then you got to fight for the werewolf or the vampire. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That sounds like Beowulf, doesn't it?
1: Ah, it does, actually. <laughs> Shit.
2: Okay, we're a little late on that one. Yeah. Okay, so uh, they showed off new gameplay for Valhalla.
1: The Valhalla.
2: And uh, there was some interesting stuff in this in this game that I didn't realize was being worked on. So uh, I'm just going to play the trailer slowly in the background so I can talk about this, the, the stuff I saw. Uh, first of all, the naval stuff's returning. So you're basically in Old England, and you're going to be conquering different portions of England uh, with your crew on the boat. So what were your initial thoughts, Will?
1: I thought, it, it okay, so I'm going to start it out. You know, I just thought, okay, here we go. We have naval combat, right? Yeah. But then he said, and then uh, we have another aspect that I want to show you, which is the raid. I'm like, oh, so I look back at the screen, you know, intrigued. Like, what is a raid? And while you're on the ship, if you see something like a, a small village or something, you can literally raid it. That is cool. That is cool.
2: But what if you want to be a good person and not raid? I guess you you wouldn't be a Viking.
1: I don't know, that's the thing, right? Yeah, there. It looks like they're making choices are going to have an effect in this game as well.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. And then all throughout raiding all these little these villages and sometimes big towns, uh, you're going to be building up your own settlement. Settlement. Yeah. So, basically, it was exactly how we were talking about when we did the Va- uh, Valhalla po- podcast before, which was. You start off with something super small, and the more and the more the more you upgrade it, the better weapons you get, and the better stuff you can buy, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that to me is kind of annoying, because I'm I mean I'm even just thinking about like New Dawn or uh, State of Decay 2, like stuff where you're consistently enhancing your base to get better stuff, and that kind of diminishes the need to like explore. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I think it it could work with Valhalla because while you grow your settlement, you get access to getting like new people into your 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 crew. That's right.
2: Um, so in your base, you have a, a like a map room or whatever the hell they called it, and uh, so you it gives you access to. I'm assuming the whole map is going to be like fully available to you from the start. I don't know if it's going to be based off a level system like it was
1: in Origins or in uh, Odyssey. But yeah, well, Odyssey did a little different. Origins, remember, you couldn't even go to that area, where in Origins you could.
2: Other no, way, no, I think it's, or, I think sorry, you could. You just get totally freaking destroyed by everything.
1: Yeah, Odyssey still would get destroyed as well, but there was ways around it with a lot of like the the abilities they gave you. Yeah, like I remember being level thirty and I killed a couple of level fifties.
2: Honestly, if you manage to kill somebody that's above your current level, you should get way more experience.
1: Oh, I agree. I, I don't know if you went after it, but did you go after uh, Poseidon's Spear? I don't think I did.
2: I uh, haven't finished the uh, DLC for uh, for Odyssey.
1: Oh, this was just in the normal story. Oh, okay. So, on the far top right, there's a tiny little island and it, the only thing on it are lions, but these lions are like max level, like they will fuck your day. <laughs> But there's like some pillars you can hide on And just shoot arrows at them And then when they come over to you You just assassinate them Which takes like a quarter of their health You climb the pillar and then restart the cycle Jeez. I think I was level 25 And I wanted this uh, spear Mainly because it allowed you to breathe underwater Oh shit, okay No, I did not get that I remember I was streaming
2: Assassin's Creed Odyssey And I found the Cyclops den And you're like, you're gonna die And I'm like, Ah I want to see what's <laughs> happening. You're like, no, you're gonna fucking die. And then he, the Cyclops, walks out and just one hits me. I'm like, oh fuck! I told you you were gonna die. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went back and beat him, but fuck, that was a tough fight. Um, what was it? there was one more, uh, beat. No, one of the, like this the Greek Med- mythological beasts. Medusa. Medusa. No, it wasn't Medusa. There was another one, and I, I think he had like a legendary. Uh, double-edged axe, which is what I wielded And I can't was remember it, the Minotaur? it was the Minotaur, that's right And yeah, that was super fun, dude Like, I really enjoyed going after, like, the Mythical beasts and getting, like, legendary stuff from it
1: Well, just... I hope they bring that back for this It could work with Norse mythology You could have, like, the Jotun, the frost giants Yep Um, yeah Well, they I... had, uh, some hints of fighting, uh, Like, kind of
2: boss animals So I'm sure they're gonna bring something like that back
1: yeah uh, i definitely if you watch like every and I tell everyone to check out this guy uh, some of the gameplay if you're an assassin's creed fan uh did you see that fist fight with like that like bear-sized wolf yes <laughs> that yes. was pretty good like <laughs> who's gonna fist fight a, a wolf the size of a bear <laughs> this yeah, brings okay. back like game of thrones style like with the uh ghost yeah exactly
2: <laughs> uh okay just moving along in the video Uh, The graphics honestly didn't impress me. Like, this this was in-game footage, and the graphics don't look any better than on Odyssey, and it's supposed to be on the new console, right?
1: Yeah, but they might not have shown us it on a new console. That's the thing. They never said what it was being uh, broadcast on, right?
2: I guess, yeah. So what I really like is when you're doing raids, going back to raids... You get off, when you got off your ship on Origins, all your fucking dudes would just kind of chill out on the boat and not do anything. But it looks like your entire um, crew on the boat get off and start running in towards the uh, the village that you're raiding. So
1: they've been given AI.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that excites me. So now, how do you control your troops? Like, you know.
1: I don't know, they might, it could just be random where they go in there and stuff, but it says you do have to keep, uh, not keep control, but, uh, look after them, because in the trailer, if you watch, uh, one of them gets downed and you have to revive them. Yikes, okay. So that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool, yeah. And new mechanic to kind of put in there, right? So you want to make sure everyone survives your raid.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of new mechanic, it seems like there's a few new things to do in terms of combat. Uh, There's stun attacks, so you can stun somebody and keep them away, or you can finish them off. And uh, there's a couple new abilities on the ability tree as well, which seem very interesting. Um, The finishing moves are fucking grotesque. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, Vikings are savage, so... Always. Always. You know, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, you know, like you're spearing a guy in the throat and then wrapping the chain around his head and then fucking dis- <laughs> decapitating yeah. him. Like, fuck, dude. So. Uh, so, yeah, throughout the game, you're kind of building up allies as well. So the map on the map table looked kind of uh, small, actually, compared to, or- to
1: Odyssey. It might. The map might look small, but the regions might be big that's the thing, right? Like, this is England. Right. Well, this is pre-England. This is like, early, early England, right? So this is like during the uh, reign of King Edward and stuff like that. Right. As you can see Edward in the trailer.
2: Well, if it's based in England, like, in retrospect to ancient Greece, like, that England's pretty small. Like, the island, the, Mm. the United Kingdom island is pretty small compared to ancient Greece
1: yeah, so I think there's gonna be other locations they're just not ready to tell you.
2: Yeah, fair. Uh, all right, so they asked, also talked about um, there's five different kind of enemy types. So um, it keeps it kind of uni- uh, kind of fresh every time you're fighting somebody. Uh, some will use like Someone will throw dead corpses at you Some will throw objects at you Some will use, like hold you down while their two teammates attack you Like shit like that that, so.
1: one I, that one I'm not looking forward to finding out Yeah That double team attack like took a good chunk Of the, of the, the character's health
2: <laughs> Yeah So oh well well it, It'll keep it fresh
1: I played on hard
2: mode for Odyssey And I actually had fun playing on hard mode I,
1: I did too it, There was a couple fights though Like they, they whooped me and I had to come back Especially like some of those um uh The outposts or whatever they're called Yeah Yeah like some of them were hard I'm not gonna lie And you you gotta admit like a few of those sucked Well once I leveled up my
2: Assassinating um, Like critical assassination and shit Like mm-hmm. oh yeah it was good times um, it was easier for me to Spartan kick them off and then kill them that way, but once you hit, like, level 30, like, your Spartan kicks didn't fucking work on anybody.
1: Yeah, they were immune to it. Yeah. When and you th- ran into people that would, like, dodge arrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: so yeah, that was annoying. And I think with this one, it's gonna be even more annoying to deal with, uh, like, in, in Odyssey you had the naval battles, and you had, like, the, uh, mercenary Board, so like a mercenary would attack you. That's basically equal to your level, and you would still lose like super easy. And you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like it was just. I found the naval fighting in Odyssey super frustrating.
1: Yeah, I kind of hope the mercenary thing actually makes a return for Valhalla.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a very was nice, kind of
1: cool. I remember doing like a freaking fort, and all of a sudden, like there's a mercenary in there with me, and I'm like, "God damn it!" But <laughs> what
2: was annoying about that is, why are the aren't the mercenaries fighting each other?
1: You know because they're after you i think
2: no i know i know you have a bounty but it's like if so if there's another mercenary there and he needs to kill him to get to the next tier mercenary like mm-hmm. there was no there was no conflict between the mercenaries except everybody wanted to fucking kill you yeah you know uh, it that that's i'm just nitpicking the fucking game because there's a new one coming out but the game is really good
1: yeah
2: <laughs> that was a long campaign too i remember
1: Oh, it it was, and even if you didn't do all the side quests, it was long. And I fuck, I don't even think I finished all the side quests. Did you?
2: No, I, I skipped some of them, some of them for sure. But I I got all the legendary animals. Like I got all, I did, I finished all the actual exciting stuff. So like, I climbed up the mercenary thing to the top, not including the uh, uh, what do you call it? There's like, if you're the number one mercenary in Greece, it like unlocks. Further people that are better than you in the, on the mercenary
1: line? Yeah, that was later on. Before all you got was the flaming horse. <laughs> yeah. Which was still kinda cool. Yeah.
2: And uh what else was it? Yeah, the legendary animals I did. That was kind of
1: it, really. What was the hardest legendary animal you took on? Fucking boar? Which, yeah, the one with the poison? The poison gas. Oh, Fuck that the boar, thing dude. Can go stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, we're on uh we're We're both with that one. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, that one was the most annoying. I had to use a bunch of fire attacks to kill it. Yeah. And the other ones were fun, actually. Um, The bear was kind of fun. It was hard, but fun. The lion. The lion was fun. Yeah, the rest of them were fine. It was just the boar was an asshole.
1: The funny thing is, the very first one actually gave me trouble, too. The original pig. Yeah. Because it had all the babies yeah so while you're trying to do damage you kill all the babies and then all of a sudden they spawn more
2: i had one attack that i
1: think um
2: it didn't do it wasn't like an aoe attack but like it had it damaged stuff still like it did the main damage to the whoever you were targeting and then it also did secondary damage to other people around you and i remember using that attack to help clear out some of the babies
1: Okay, because when I first did that like because you could do that really early in the game. I think I was really low level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even the babies almost took my health.
2: Yeah uh, Okay, so I'm just continuing to watch the video here so you can actually dual wield any two weapons in the game
1: Yeah, even shields. <laughs> yeah,
2: dual uh, dual wield shield sounds kind of fucking gross.
1: It looked fu- uh, pretty fun though, like it, it was like Captain America, but like times two. Yeah. Like the trailer shows the female I- Ivor literally just smacking people. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, oh yeah, the fighting is so grotesque; it's great. But, yeah, so double shields—I might give that a try because your defense would go up significantly, but yeah. it would probably take longer to actually kill people.
1: Uh, I don't know shields could still do a good amount of damage for concussion like stun and stuff like that I kind of want to see how like they they work those new mechanics
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay now moving on to the stealth portions of the game it looks like They've kind of leveled up the stealth because I found in Odyssey like it doesn't matter how fucking stealthy you were Like you were always spotted You know
1: yeah I think they've gone back to like the original Assassin's Creed like you know you put your hood On you walk in a crowd no one fucking Sees you
2: yeah exactly uh, Yeah they kind of got rid of that they had a little bit of that In Origins but I felt like in Odyssey like you They it, didn't have it, it was, at all Yeah, you
1: were literally Wearing different armor styles every time Right so yeah. it just didn't Have a very good stealth Aspect other than the bushes
2: Yeah bushes and What else yeah, you can blend in with people. Um, yeah, it just it just looks like it's a bit more of a you can play a bit more of a stealth game. Which every time you tried to do that in Origins or in Odyssey, you would fucking die.
1: <laughs> yeah, because in the new trailer you can see the uh, Ivor when she's in the city after she blends in, and she's still blending, but it looks like she's making bread.
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, in uh, in Odyssey, if you did happen to kill everybody or whatever you'd get an undetected bonus but it's like i rarely got that ever because it's just so hard to fucking stealth away. Well, my... yeah they'd find a body yeah they'd find a body well, or it like didn't matter you, would... you had to hide everything you kill yeah you'd shoot one guy with an arrow and they would be like oh they're in that bush like it's like fuck like you can't
1: you, you yeah. can't win yeah like how do you know the arrow came from that bush
2: yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, so the next thing is um assault. So you can actually take on forts with your crew and kind of assault like a fortress. So mm-hmm. I kind of think of like a uh, shadow of uh shadow of war kind of assault. That's exactly what I was thinking of. It yeah.
1: looks like the very same mechanics.
2: Again, I wish you could come up with a bit of a strategy. Like, it's like, okay, here's the fortress this group attacks this gate, this group attacks this gate, whatever, these people I, I wish you could strategize could just a little bit. There could be different
1: ways, there could be mm-hmm. they didn't really give us a full look at the, the fortress, uh, like uh, takedown, yeah. like there could be like what if, um you know, if one's by the water, there could be a, a well or something you can go into. Yeah, totally You could open the gate, uh, the first gate and uh, fully or wait till night, open the gate, right? Mm-hmm and all of a sudden now you have all your guys in there without ha- uh, no- uh, no- anyone uh, noticing you. Yeah. That would be cool. So,
2: so another thing to think about is, are you going to have to defend your settlement?
1: I kind of hope so, actually. That would yeah. be cool. You know, periodically there could be like a thing, a war is coming or, or uh, uh, someone's going to attack, so you have to go back home. hmm Prepare defenses. That would be kind of cool.
2: Yeah, and... Uh then you'd have to leave a couple crew members behind to protect the village kind of things right mm-hmm. so you got to choose so like in in Odyssey you could recruit um lieutenants for day. your ship right so maybe yep. you can do that again and then assign them to your to protect your village
1: I think that would be cool especially like if you find like some bosses or something that aren't too bad you mm-hmm. can recruit them but now they're no longer a boss right and you leave them in your village <laughs> you leave the fucking wolf
2: bear thing in your fucking village
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> <good> work <laughs> Oh, that'd be funny. In Origins, though, you could uh, there was a pet mechanic, wasn't there? Uh... You couldn't shoot, like legendary animals or anything, but you you could have like a wolf or a bear. I'm pretty sure. I th- I kind a- of vaguely remember that. Yeah, I never used it though because it was it was up the skill line and like an opposite side. Mm-hmm. Um. So they do uh, tease in this trailer
2: the. Uh, like, there's lots of little hidden things to find, right? Lots of little hidden Norse mythology-type things to find, so... That'll do side quests as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that this is going to be exactly what we're hoping for <laughs> in a game, so...
1: Yeah, uh, well, the last two Assassin's Creed haven't really let me down. As yeah. much as, like, Origins kind of changed the series and I had a few problems with it, I still greatly enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. Odyssey just up the, the bar.
2: They made it truly open world, and I think that's what was... Made the
1: game way better. Yeah,
2: exactly. And the fact that it's... Like, all the Assassin's Creeds were based off of past events, but it's like, they really went all in, in terms of like, ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, and now ancient, uh, Viking mythology. Like, it's just insane.
1: Oh, yeah. So... Uh, and, like, they do a lot of research, too. Like, during the trailer, you saw that they actually went and, um... Was it Sweden or Denmark? I can't remember. Um, but they were, like, looking up Vikings. Like, they wanted to get the story and their characters right.
2: Yeah, like, I remember when I was playing Black Flag, they had the same thing with all the... Like, they had famous pirates in the game, hmm. right? So, yeah, I that's what I love about Assassin's Creed. It's just, like, they actually care so much about making it authentic and... Um, <laughs> making kids pass their history classes by just playing <laughs> Assassin's Creed, essentially.
1: Yeah, Black Flag was a little different because you were pretty much a heartless pirate.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, here you're going to be a fucking savage Viking, so, you know.
1: <laughs> Vikings have a reason for their savagery, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're always just trying to expand their their community.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, so, I think that wraps up Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's out when? Uh, it's out November 17th uh, on the 1, the 4, uh, PC, and Stadia.
1: And then consoles will get a free upgrade.
2: Yeah, but it, uh, they didn't offer the release date on those systems, though. No. Okay, so last podcast, we talked about a new Battle Royale from Ubisoft called Hyperscape. Uh, today, they released a tr- story trailer, and we're not really sure whether that's a story mode trailer or just backstory on why you're playing the Battle Royale, which, who cares? Right? Yeah. Um, I pitched this to Will before we started recording. I think it would be interesting and you guys can let us know uh, on our Discord or on our Facebook page or where or wherever you guys are most comfortable chatting to us with uh, what you think of this idea, but uh, I think it would be interesting to have a, if you could have a story mode in the Battle Royale, but you couldn't progress until you won a game or won the next game or whatever and it just it would basically continue to ramp up in difficulty because if you haven't won a game yet you're going to be put in a lobby with people who haven't won a game yet maybe they're not good whatever right uh and i think that would help drive uh people to get better at battle royale games so yeah basically you win a game and then the story can progress and you get another like maybe 10 hours of, of story type stuff while still playing the battle royale and you got to collect stuff in the game. I think it would just be a bit more of an interesting take on a battle battle royale rather than just jumping from fucking a plane or whatever and just killing everybody.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I'm kind of losing my battle royal. Well, we got there
2: a while ago with uh, with Fortnite. Like we were so fortnited out. I'm still fortnited out. Like I yeah. don't want to touch that game ever again.
1: And there's Apex. Well, Apex isn't really a battle royal, per se. It's yeah. kind of different. I consider Apex more like. Um, oh, what's that other game from Blizzard?
2: Oh, um, oh, uh, uh, oh, I know the game
1: that does the Overwatch. E-sport. Overwatch. Thank yeah. you. I uh, Apex reminds me more of Overwatch, where but there is so many battle royals, but you always hear like. So a lot of them don't really do that well. Well, it's, it's cause a the, the, hard market to make a successful game. Yeah,
2: because there's it. Yeah, exactly. Like Fortnite pushed, I mean, PUBG came out first, but Fortnite made it unique to them, and that's why it was so fun. And then that's what you basically got to do when you release a Battle Royale. So, like, Warzone is fun because it's unique to Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, Apex Legends is fun because it's unique in its own way as well. But uh, this new one uh, has a couple of unique things. I'm actually downloading the game right now and I'm gonna try it out uh, probably well whenever I can. And uh, yeah, so it's unique to itself. so I think that's that's the goal is you gotta find a way to uniquely kill everybody in the lobby and get a win essentially.
1: Yeah, and this one's adding a lot of different abilities like we touched on last last week, right? So
2: yeah. But, yeah, I'll play it, and uh, maybe I'll make a video, I don't know. I haven't made a video for a while. It's been, it's been, it's been a hot minute.
1: Mm-hmm. This is completely different for uh, Ubisoft as well, because they're not really known for their multiplayer games. Well, they are, but it's, like, after their story, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, this is literally just multiplayer.
2: Yeah. Uh, Okay, uh, so that's Hyperscape. We talked about it last week, so we won't spend too much time on it. All you need to know now, it's uh, available in open beta uh, starting July 12th, which is today when we're recording the podcast. Uh, Alongside that, uh, they confirmed a new weapon, new hack, and a new 30-tier battle pass that has been added to the game. So Uh, It's available on everything, and it's cross-platform. I don't know if it's cross-platform right now. They weren't really clear on that, but they said it will have cross-play and cross-platform. it's only
1: on PC right now but yeah. it is coming to consoles somewhere down the line once it probably gets out of beta stage.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on. Uh, they? Uh, I don't know if this bit was announced or whatever because I didn't actually watch the Ubisoft thing, but uh, Watch Dogs Legion was... This has
1: been announced a couple years ago. Okay. It was supposed to come out last year and then it got delayed because they wanted to fix the game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, Microsoft had a rough year was it last year or something I can't remember what they released but remember their sales weren't good and then they decided to just pull everything and rework it like uh, you know the one game we haven't seen in a while uh, uh, Skull and Bones yes it's supposed to still be in development but where is it
2: <laughs> man that's been in development for like fucking three years four years
1: I know. I think it would be a good title though for next gen
2: Yeah, I can agree with that, for
1: sure. Uh, Okay. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Have you played any of the Watch Dogs games? No, I haven't. Okay, so 2 wasn't the greatest. If you ever got the chance to play 1, though, it is kind of cool. I enjoyed the story. And I think it's on Game Pass, but you might have to double-check for me. Okay. But that one, you have one character to control, right? Just your main protagonist. Mm Mm-hmm. This game is... Completely different. You have the world as your protagonist.
2: That's interesting. Uh okay, so uh I'm just looking up whether it's on the battle pass or not. Um Battle Pass. Or I'm sorry, what it what's it <laughs> called?
1: Watchdogs the game pass.
2: Game pass, that's right. Yeah. Uh Watchdogs 2 is not available on the game pass. Is the first one? The second one. It's not available yeah. on the game pass. Um, but you can. I think you can get one on the Game Pass. Watch out <laughs> with one.
1: Yeah, if you can, then check it out because that was uh, an interesting game. You literally hack the city. So you know, if you have cops chasing you, mm-hmm. you could change the lights. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can okay. cause some really nasty accidents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like something I'd be interested in actually. So maybe, yeah, maybe we'll check it out. Oh, yeah, speak. Speaking of, last week we were talking about Fable, like, for the whole podcast.
1: Yeah, and I'm
2: thinking of giving it a playthrough. I started giving it a playthrough, and holy fuck, the movement's clunky for the first one. Dude, you're going back to 2001. I know, I know, I know. Um, yes, it's super clunky. And um, when I was younger, I didn't have, like... I didn't have a Game Boy Color, even though I really, really wanted one. I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. It's not until like Game Boy Advance SPs when I finally got my own Game Boy. Yep. Yeah. Um, and same with the Xbox. I didn't have the original Xbox, um, and I really, really wanted one. But uh, so whenever I would go over to a friend's house, or I'd ride the bus home from school or something, I would get. I would ask my friend, "Hey, can I borrow your Game Boy? Or can hey can I start a new game on Fable?" And I would play the beginning, because I, I didn't want to go and start, like, start playing somebody's game file, right? It's just, it didn't, it's like, it just doesn't seem right, right? Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't save, obviously, if it was playing, like, a new Pokemon file. Like, I probably started Pokemon Ruby, like, 30 times. <laughs> and I would, like, try to get to the first gym. I would try to grind my way to the first gym. And then I finally got a Game Boy Advance SP and got Pokemon Ruby. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm so stoked.
1: Um, One thing the older games struggled with Is like for especially Pokemon You could not have more than one game file Yeah totally So for you know like I was an only child But imagine like uh, back in the day Say you and your brother right Mm -hmm. Your parents bought you One Game Boy to share Mm -hmm. And Pokemon Red Yeah How do you do that
2: Yeah exactly Um we we actually had to explain that to our parents because they didn't they didn't understand that either. We're like, no, you can only have one game per game. Yeah, and they're like, oh okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, I played the opening for Fable like so many fucking times. So like when I just the other day when I went back to play Fable One, all the uh, dialogue that was happening was like triggering like fuck. I gotta listen to this again. <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah, because you start Fable One and you have to do like three good deeds to get three pieces of gold to buy a, a birthday present for your sister, and the first person you run into is this little girl who lost her do- her doll Rosie. I can't find her. It's like, oh my fucking god! I remember this, and I'm just pissing me off. And then you gotta go beat
1: up a bully, and it's like, ugh. because yeah, isn't that girl, uh, fuck, when you go back years later, isn't that girl like a, a woman now? And she's like, you were the one that helped me find Rosie. Oh,
2: I haven't gotten <laughs> there yet. I got kind of bored, I'm not gonna lie. I think maybe because it's an old game.
1: You've played it, uh, okay, I don't know about you, but with the original Fable, I have probably played it like five or six times. Three, so it's going you mean? Gonna be- Completely through. Okay. Even the expansion. So it's going to be very hard for me to go back and actually enjoy it. Yeah. It'll be more of just, like, rem- reminiscing and hoping that they announce Fable 4 in, like, a week. Yeah. If not, I'm going to be writing uh, Phil Spencer a very long message. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, Reggie Filamay is going to come kick your ass.
1: <laughs> At least they know what they want. Uh, like the fans want. Right? Yeah. Like, it seems like uh, Microsoft just gives you like what they think is going to be successful
2: yeah well I mean we're always criticizing Microsoft for not having uh, unique IPs but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like people want to they,
1: they have to go back to the ones that made their system yeah. they have so many good original Xbox titles that would be great to bring back yeah totally uh, all right Back to Watch Dogs, though. That's the wa- well, I mean, I don't have anything to say about Watch Dogs. Cause I I'm just, but uh, in the first game, you had one protagonist. In this one, though, you can play literally anyone you see. So basically, the, uh, the city gets attacked by a terrorist. And the government brings in this uh, new uh, mercenary troop called Albion. Now, these guys are savage. Like, the head guy will do anything to, like, create a perfect city. Even killing politicians and blaming it on like other people. As you could see in the trailer. Right. Yeah. um, But instead of having one person. Literally depending on your choices. And how you interact with people. You can literally bring anyone else into your fold. So say uh, you're playing as like a construction worker. Right. You could go and literally recruit an Albion soldier to your cause if you interact with them or or he or she properly. Okay. And that'll open up new ways. So instead of like attacking a fort, you could literally just walk right in. Well, shit. Alright. But how they've changed this now is once your character dies, that character is dead.
2: Oh, permadeath in this game. Fucking
1: (laughs) dead. Nice. Now you have to move to another character. (laughs) And that's how they make it work so you have to recruit people right
2: that brings me back to state of decay we had a permadeath system in that game too yeah, that, and that, that they're, hurt. they're like hey fat dude go with, with me I'm like Ugh. I could literally do it faster myself but sure okay whatever and then he gets eaten and I'm like I don't even feel bad
1: I feel nothing I, I lost people though that I put time and money into
2: yeah but that adds a bit of risk and that's good right sort
1: of. <laughs> this is going to be the same way. So, if say your be- your favorite character gets killed, you're now going to have to move to someone else. But yep. when I mean you can literally recruit anyone, in one of the older trailers, they had you as like a freaking granny. With a walker, and she beat the shit out of these guys. <laughs>
2: Um, zombie, you have that permadeath too. So, you would get, if you got eaten by zombies, you would die. And then you'd start as a brand new person and you had to go find your old zombie self and kill your old zombie self to get all your, your shit back.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That was tough. <laughs> uh,
2: they I'm done with Watchdogs, are you? Yep. All right, cool. So, uh, they announced that Brawlhalla uh, will be coming to iOS and Android devices, uh, announcing during its Ubisoft Forward event the mobile versions will feature crossplay. And are set to be released on August 6th. I have not played Brawlhalla. Uh, I haven't either.
1: So I it's, don't. It looks like just a quick 2D fighter.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, good thing we saved the best for last. Um, they announced Just Dance to 2020 Eternal Paradise update. Yeah. Yeah. A- yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like, uh. uh. Just Dance 2020 Season 3 will bring three new songs. I don't know if anyone listening to this podcast actually cares about it enough for us to talk about.
1: I don't know how many people actually play Just Dance. Apparently, it's a popular title, but none of my friends play. I'm sure that
2: it's a hit with the ladies. I don't know.
1: I I have no idea, man. Like I know when my friends and I used to get drunk before, for some reason, just to humiliate each other, we did karaoke. See, that's what Rock Band was such a good fucking party game, though. Yeah, it was.
2: It was so, uh, but it's like no one wants to carry around the hardware. That's the other issue
1: now. No, it's too clunky. Like you got guitars, you got the mic, you got the freaking uh, drum kit now. Like yeah,
2: the drum kit was the worst. The guitar you could, f- you could get away with, but yeah. yeah, the the drum kit was always a fucking annoyance. So
1: basically, once you bought the whole station, it was at your house.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on from just hands. We got uh, the crew two. Yeah, it's getting a new update. Oh, it's isn't an update. It? Sorry, I thought. Uh... Oh yeah, it is out. I f- I... <laughs> uh, it's out. So um, the crew two summer in Hollywood update trailer, previewing what's coming in August, including the flashy eighties update as part of the s- part of the summer in Hollywood, which will include legendary eighties cars like the DeLorean. Good car. I think the car is only good because it was in Back to the Future, though. You think?
1: Uh, yeah because it didn't sell
2: Yeah exactly
1: And they never made the car after that Which I find funny because apparently they just announced They're remaking the car Oh yeah For next year's market I think What the hell is the 2021 version of the DeLorean Going to look like <laughs> Don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying like I know like, I remember seeing a picture Now I'm looking it up because I, I just want to see If it's going to make me laugh again I don't even know how to spell DeLorean D.
2: Yeah I know D o l e a. Ah, yeah, I'm done. Uh, cool. Anyways, okay, so moving on from that, um, we have Trials Rising on Thursday, July 16th. Uh, okay, sorry, I was like, wait, that already happened. But it, I, I'm totally in, thinking about the future. Uh, Rising will be getting uh, the Giga Track, the longest track in Trials franchise history. It will be free to all players. And that's all. That's all IGN says about that. Uh,
1: next week trials in a long time it it was basically the same thing i could get on my phone oh yeah you just have like a motorbike or something like that and you go over jumps and you try to land on things and yeah sounds exciting mobile game all right uh next is ghost recon breakpoint
2: uh receive a free title update uh on july 15th most notably it'll add ai teammates to the game for the first time letting solo players choose whether they want a squad of operators to play with uh, who will have the same abilities as player uh, controlled characters solo players will be able to give orders and customize the gear of AI teammates yeah I've
1: been looking forward to this one because I've been playing I played well I haven't even finished the game because I stopped because it got too hard in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands they had the AI Mm mm-hmm So You could play on the hardest difficulty And say like when you're scouting You could be like get your guys to go into Sniper positions and as long as you're There too right you Mm -hmm. could take out four guys at once Right Well with Mark and My other friend they never wanted to play In my world which was like on the hardest Difficulty because they got one shot Because they just don't know how to like Stay in cover (laughs) And like play stealthily they always want to Rush in and kill everything which you can't do (laughs) So this will probably bring me back to the game, so I can finish it because I can play the game the way I want.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah i I just thought about Halo 5's campaign for a second, and then I'm like, you know what? We need to fucking finish our Halo playthrough. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, without two. Without t- yeah, we're skipping two. Fuck two. It's
1: not worth it. Yeah, two's not worth it. Maybe. Well, it depends if we both decide to get the new Xbox or not. Um, mm-hmm. The next Halo, we could do a full. Like stream playthrough, yeah. one, two, three, four, and five, leading up to the uh, like the day of like the release of six. Like we will pick up at nine o'clock and then play for like twenty four hours straight and die.
2: Well, if we digitally download it, mm-hmm. oh no, we can't because we need the new Xbox. Well, I'll have it on well, PC. Oh uh,
1: well, mm. yeah, <laughs> it was like. We're taking upcoming. a three-hour break to title. go... It's a launch title, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, we're, we're, we're taking a three-hour break on the stream to go buy Halo 6 and the new Xbox. That
1: wouldn't be too bad. Like, if you know where you're going, like, for me, it would be EB Games, right? Yeah. and you They get- have their line, and they're pretty good. Like, I just get there early.
2: Well, you would just schmooze that, that super sexy EB uh, lady that you, you got things with. Oh, yeah, with.
1: I would. And then I would literally front of the line get in get out into my car get home set up the console probably have to do a fucking update <laughs> you know what that might not work <laughs> yeah you're right uh, but I'll, I'll have it on pc though update there's gonna be a game update you watch
2: you gotta install the game oh yeah right <laughs> remember when you bought games and they just fucking worked
1: yeah that doesn't work anymore you actually have to install them to your hard drive but for some reason once they're installed to your hard drive you still need the goddamn disc to play it
2: well it's to prove you have the license for the game but that's so stupid why don't you just upload the license to the fucking cloud or some bullshit like why the fuck do you need the disc and then it just makes the disc totally obsolete other than having once i bought that game why does it matter yeah Yeah, exactly. It's so dumb. Anyways, okay. Uh, So yeah, AI teammates on Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Super cool. Um, The event... Sorry, the update will add a new limited time event, Resistance, beginning on July 16th. The event will see players attempting to save prisoners, attack outposts, and stop convoys. Playing the event will unlock 14 new rewards available until July 29th. The update will also add Ghost War PvP content, including item drop functionality and community requested improvements. Yay! Yay! Uh, okay, cool. That's 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 it. That's it. That's that's how disappointing the Ubisoft yeah, thing was. But it took us it an ended, hour to talk about
1: it. Yeah, it ended with uh, Yves Guillemot. Uh, he popped up on the end of the show. He's the Ubisoft CEO. He said there's going to be another Ubisoft Ford that will occur later this summer, and I'm hoping some of the games that weren't shown today, like Gods and Monsters, which kind of has a Zelda f- uh, feel to it, and mm-hmm. Beyond Good and Evil Two, mm-hmm. will show up then.
2: Nice. Okay, awesome. Uh, Okay, well, that about wraps it up for the podcast today. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, check out our website, videogamesnow.ca, to uh, check out our content, videos, and podcast episodes. Uh, And if you haven't already, subscribe to our show on whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, Other than that, yeah, we're going to... We'll be back next week. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Uh, Someone on the Discord, actually, uh, I think Jonathan Joestar said have we done a podcast episode on the fa- uh, world records on games because he said he tied the world record for defeating glass joe in punch out
1: oh that's uh actually be an interesting one it would be uh, some but- of these world records are game breaking though like i was watching uh, like i've been playing destiny 2 yep and they've added a new dungeon now it, this dungeon's tough like it took me an hour to beat it my first time mm-hmm and last night some guy, his team did it in eight minutes. Brand new world record. And I'm like, Jeez. Oh, what the fuck? Like he one shot people that I like I fought for five minutes.
2: You know what I would be interested in watching is the world record for the hundred percent speedrun for Zelda Breath of the Wild. It took him twenty hours to hundred percent complete the game.
1: I don't know how he could do that. I just don't, but I've seen it. I, I know it exists. We should watch that video and talk about I, it.
2: I I think I will watch like an hour a night or something, you <laughs> know. So, uh, anyways, yeah. So that's uh, John Jonathan Joestar. Uh, apparently, forty two seconds is the fastest you can possibly do it. Like there, without yeah, without taking any breaks or anything. Uh, yeah. So he basically has a world record. Jonathan on a
1: Discord, if you want to Congrats. chat. With him. Yeah. I'm definitely nowhere near that. I remember trying Punch Out, and
2: yeah, <laughs> I remember buying the one for the Wii, the remake, and yeah. that was interesting. I fucking traded that shit in. Yeah. So, uh, all right, guys. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, take care. Until then, bye bye.